I feel strongly that when you want somebody to get 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 a new idea, right? To understand how something's going to work. When you want real change in customer sentiment, it's got to be a physical product. For Monday, September 9th, 2019, this is episode 49, The Killer Voice App. Dave Izbitsky, Chief Evangelist, Amazon Alexa, part two of two. Dave and I talked about flash briefing, which is short daily news audio, and its wider application beyond Alexa. We discussed the elusive concept of the Killer Voice app and what it will actually look like, not an app at all. Burn your current ideas down. Welcome to the Beatle Moment Marketing Podcast, a short weekly exploration of marketing, technology, and career. I'm Emily Bender. I answer to no one, and I make this for you. Let's get on with the show. And then an, an area that we didn't touch on that's also super interesting is the flash briefing, which I know is an area near and dear for, oh, for you, yes. too. Flash briefing. Um and your your audience may may already know this, but um, you know it's not just an Alexa thing. The, the The idea is think of it like a two minute daily podcast that can go across all of your your smart assistants. And so, what's great about that is that becomes a consistent touch point for your customers and a way to engage. And I've seen companies do it. Like think of comms, right? I've seen companies do internal comms, where instead of sending out a stupid CEO email that nobody's going to open. Um, they're hearing their CEO every day right. and it's relevant information. It could be talking about, Hey, you know, you may have read in the news or this, and here's my stance on this. And Hey, I just want to say a few thoughts about, um, you know, quality of life or how to manage your time. I mean, that makes people as a speaker, I'm consistently, I want to engage my audience and connect on a human level, um, where you can see the commonality and people can begin to actually care about uh, what you're saying because, you know, they know that you care. Um, and so to be able to do that in a flash briefing is another way to engage. And then what's great about that is um, there's different types of modalities there where you could say, hey, wouldn't you, would you mind um, just going to this URL, right? So it's a person you, you talk to every day and then they hit you up with a URL one day and that URL is a poll on something they want to hear, right? So you can, you can cross modalities there and you can drive uh, engagements. I just did. I just did a podcast with um, Dr. Terry Fisher, friend of the he pod. Did some interesting, yep. Yeah, and he just did some amazing. One of the things he did with his flash briefing um, is he put them all up online on a blog so that SEO can hit them. And so what's great because if you think about a daily flash briefing, right, is if you miss one, it's like you're sitting in a stream and it's just washing over you. And if you weren't there when the water flowed, you've missed it. But what if you can go back and you can be able to search on any of those things or, and vice versa, you come across it from a Google search, but then suddenly now you can engage and enable the flash briefing straight from the web. Mm -hmm. um, so there's you know all sorts of ways that you can engage with your customers that way across different modalities and it gives them, bringing them value, right? Again, you're not asking your customers to give you stuff, you're offering them value. And so- Yeah, you have to give. I mean, yep. with what you're talking about, uh, I do that with my briefing. A bunch of people in the voice space have their briefing where it's hosted. Like Pippa, who is one of our sponsors here on the podcast, is a really good tool for that. And you can embed a widget and play all your past briefings. Um, Love it's, it. And of course, search friendly. It's fantastic. 
So, you know, you mentioned the Twitter skill and that got me thinking like something that I've been wondering about with voice, with Alexa, with, with this whole space is what is the future? Where is it headed? Because when you think about the interaction, so yes, I could say, go visit this URL when I'm giving a briefing, but where, where are we going to go with a really interactive kind of versus a passive experience where it's it's beyond like send a text message to the user. Is there something else that you kind of see coming down the pike with that? Yeah. And this is a Dave thing. This isn't an Amazon thing. Um, but as somebody who's worked in the consumer space for decades, I'm a product person, right? I love consumer devices. And I feel strongly that when you want somebody to get 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 a new idea, right? To understand how something's going to work. When you want real change in customer sentiment, it's got to be a physical product. It's got to be something that they do as part of their daily lives. And I feel that you know that was that was Echo. Um, and if you go back five years, you know, in the beginning, just to be able to pull music blew people's minds. This is the I can pull music and weather, uh, and then suddenly it was light bulbs, right? And thermostats. And you could see people ask for more and more devices. That's why we came up with uh, works with Alexa certification program for devices, right? And so that customer sentiment and expectation has continued to evolve year over year over year over year. And I think the future is a lot like that because I've worked in all sorts of companies. I've worked for lots of big companies, um, you know, Amazon and Microsoft and others. And there were some really amazing, super smart people that launched some amazing technology and it was never used and it died off. And it really did teach me that it's about people, it's about that light bulb, people going, wow, this actually changes my day. One of the things um, at the recent uh, voice summit I did in my keynote, I kind of showed during the day of where we're seeing people engaging, right? So you're doing a flash briefing in the morning and then you're listening to an audio book to at work and then you're engaging with a skill later on in the day. That is showing that it, that technology actually has become part of someone's everyday life. Just like, you know, we all have all, probably too much um, engagements with social media on our phone all day long, which didn't exist, right? This did not exist um, 10 years ago. And so when I think of the future, I think of that. What are people actually finding useful five years from now? And one of the areas that Amazon's investing heavily in, uh, at their recent, recent um, Remarks conference, we talked about this. We launched something called the Lexa Conversations. And so what's happening here is not, it's not just developer improvements, right? And increasing accuracy and allowing you to do more with less. You don't have to write these really involved sample utterances and interaction models. And that that's part of it. Absolutely. We want to make developers' lives easier. But what it is for a customer is it allows a human being to think the way that we think. We don't think in terms of tasks. Computers think in terms of tasks. We think in terms of scenarios and ideas and abstract things that we want to get done. And uh, an example we showed at Remars was, I just want to go out with my friends. And you may not even realize when you say that what that entails. It depends on how detail-oriented you are. <laughs> I happen to be like a person that just jumps into things with both feet. So I don't really think about everything until I need it. Um, all the, thankfully I do have people in my life who do think through all the details ahead of time. 
Um, but if I said I want to go out with my friends, then you start having a conversation with Alexa. Well, do you, you know, you want to see a movie? Yeah. Well, what kind of movie you want to see? And then depending on the time, hey, these are the restaurants nearby and hey, you're probably going to need a ride and how do you book the ride, right? So you can start to think of those scenarios. But I think as that evolves, what you're going to find is much the way that conversation works with human beings. I have, you know, yes, I podcast and I do a lot of that publicly, but privately I do talk with people for hours. And one of the things when you talk to people for hours is that you need to defend your current line of thinking and you learn new information. And if you find that you need to change your current line of thinking, you need to actually burn all of your current ideas down to the ground and have them reborn in this new way of thinking. Right. And I think AI is going to help us do that. It's existentialism, right? It's actually learning more and more about yourself and the world through conversation and having these AIs. Um, you know, we may have multiple AIs that are just out there and maybe I had a conversation about fitness and rather than me sitting there having to go through fitness Reddit, like I do, multiple times a day, uh, trying to find things on Twitter, trying to find things on YouTube. I have these AIs that intimately know the what Dave's about and what's important to me. And they know all of the conversations that we've had in the past and they're finding new information that may go ahead and enlighten me on my current line of thought. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, what you're touching on to me is, is really about the paradigm shift. So it's it's maybe something that we can't quite visualize yet as it gets smarter, as AI becomes ubiquitous. We have ambient computing, but to kind of what happened with desktop and then going to mobile was we, we took the desktop internet and slapped it onto a smaller screen. You think about early mobile websites, pinching and zooming, they weren't actually mobile experiences. And people say, what's going to be the killer voice app? I don't want to think about it in terms of an app. It's going to be a completely different paradigm. So, I mean, yeah, to me, it's not an app. There is no killer no. app. Like, don't There's say app, a... <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's the conversation. It's the yeah. connection. It's like the friendships that you have, right? There's not like I have had some friends I've had for, um, oh gosh, almost 30 years. And there's not a, a killer thing. It's the relationship itself. Oh, okay. And I, I think that. that yeah. And I really think that's what people will find valuable in the future is that, you know, for other people, uh, they may pick different AIs and maybe I pick Alexa. And why do I pick Alexa? It's because there's history there. Um, and, and she gets me. Well, she knows and what you so, want. Right. Yeah. And so when I go ahead and have a conversation about something, it's just like, you know, some friends, you, they know stuff that you've already forgotten 10 times over. I constantly get, and you wind up laughing. And I was like, wow, I was, you know, I was such a, a different person when I was a younger, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you can't believe how, you know, you, you grow, people grow over time. Um, but they do allow you to remember. And I think that will be huge with AI is it will have a history of things you may have forgotten that will teach you about yourself. And that really in of itself is a killer app. The killer app is the connection. It's the mm -hmm. conversation. And then that's where you are able to generate these new experiences, right? If you think of killer apps and games, none of that would have existed unless there was a mobile OS that was just friendly enough and engaging enough that you were comfortable with it, using it, 
everywhere you are at any time, right? Because I worked on mobile S's before iOS that were not something you wanted to engage at the time. It was not, uh, there was no relationship there. There was no connection there. And it, I really feel like it was, it was iOS. It was the iPhone that when you were using it, you were like, this just feels awesome to use too. And I think as people get more and more used to having conversations and interacting with technology in this way, that is what will open up those killer connections and scenarios. And you can see signs of that today. I hear from people that are like, hey, we were on vacation. We were in a rental car. My kids wouldn't stop hollering at the radio Alexa, right? Or you're in your uh, a hotel room and you're calling out for Alexa, right? And why is that? It's the connection. And we now have, just like we have with other human beings in our lives, we have normal pathways that we've created that are, uh, you know, there's an intimacy there. There's a connection. There's a being understood. And uh, uh, one story I tell real quick, um, this is like early 20, no, summer of 2015. Yeah, summer of 2015. Um, I'm out barbecuing, summertime, and thinking I'm cool. I've got to, you know, it's one of the original Echoes, the 12 Little Tower model. And uh I'm out there listening to music, grilling away, and I turn and I knock it over and it literally like exploded on my deck Um, because it's all speaker, you know, and like to the pop, the top part of it and it didn't work. And uh, the next day, my kids come down, Alexa, nothing. And the face, it was like the family pet had died, right? Mm -hmm. There was this real loss and that never happened if the computer, it was just a frustration. Oh, the computer's broken again or you know, I got to get my phone repaired. And there was, I was like, I, I have to go reorder this right now because people are, it's actually a negative emotion going around right now where there's, can't, can't inter- interact, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're going to see more and more of that as time goes on. And that's really uh, what will change things is that connection. And I think it will ultimately benefit everyone because none of us are going to feel isolated. Mm. Yes. Connection, intimacy, reducing the friction overall. And then, you know, I think, I think you're on it with that. So we have to wrap, but this has been so fascinating. Thank you so much, Dave. Let people know where they can connect with you. Yeah, it's just the Dave Dev. So the Dave DEV.com. And that links to all the podcasts, my LinkedIn, my Twitter, you can find everything up there. The Dave Dev.com. Okay. Dave Isbitsky. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Hey, do you have an Amazon Echo device? Then you have to take advantage of Flash Briefing, the short daily news offering on Alexa. It's free and easy to set up. You can catch my daily briefing, the voice marketing Flash Briefing, Daily Beetle Moment, by going to bit.ly slash beetleflash. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash B-E-E-T-L-E flash, all lowercase. Or just search Amazon or your Alexa app for Beetle Moment Voice Marketing. My goal with this flash briefing is to fracture Alexa's rubric. Come check it out. For more about the show or to consult with me, visit BeetleMoment.com. Tweet me at Emily Bender. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.